Anglican Presbyterian Church Online. This week is our Earth Care celebration, so enjoy a message from our Earth Care team leader, Bean Manship, and some music from the Mariners. Let's listen. We have beheld through sight and sound the beauty of nature, our call to be good caretakers, and the call to action. This church has answered that call to action. Since 2015, eight straight years, we have been accredited by the PCUSA as an earth care congregation. We have composted, we have recycled, we have just installed uh, energy efficient LED light bulbs in the restrooms off our gathering area. We have planted a pollinator garden here and we've planted a pollinator garden on the campus of GE Massey Elementary. Because of the hospitality of six families here in the church who opened their yards and gardens to tours, which you supported, we were able to pay for the pollinator garden on the GE Massey Elementary School, as well as use some extra funds to allow the librarian to buy earth care and science books for the third and fourth graders there at the school. We've planted trees on five African-American campuses to honor our joint efforts to better our racial relations. Between 2013 and 2017, this church sponsored six Grace for Guatemala mission trips. These trips took fuel-efficient cook stoves to the residents of the El Satan mountainous region of Guatemala. And these stovetop, stove, uh, fuel-efficient stoves cut carbon emissions by 80% and the need for wood by 50%. In 2020, you approved the installation of solar panels on the roofs of this fellowship hall and this sanctuary and on our picnic shelter. This energy-saving move has saved since 2020 to the end of last year over $21,000 in utility bills. And we have offset our carbon footprint by 70 tons. Thank you for all you have done. This has helped immensely. But as the Swedish author Margarita Magnusson said in her book, The Art of Aging Exuberantly, the world is always ending, and yet it still survives. But the future is not sustainable. All we can do is hope, but hope is not enough. No, hope is not enough. We are accountable for the kind of world our children and grandchildren will inherit. We owe it to them that they too should have a healthy and habitable planet. You have in your bulletin a card calling for commitment. You can put on this card an act that you could take that will make this world a little bit better for those who follow us. It is I will blank to help care for creation. Please fill in that, that blank however you would like. 
Nobody will be taking up these cards. Nobody will be evaluating your answers. Nobody will be telling you what you should or should not do. That is between you and yourself. We care and thus we act, not because we're Republican or Democrat or moderate or libertarian or anything to the right or left of those entities or just apolitical. We care and thus we act because we're people of faith. Because we know God speaks not just to Old Testament characters, but to us who live in the 21st century. It is this voice that we hear that calls us to, to care. These confusing, chaotic, complex times call for all of us to lead large lives, to be the best that we can be, to use our God-given talents of intellect, imagination, creativity, and compassion to help solve problems, not create more, to make things work, not leave them in disarray, and to understand that the choices we make have the greatest impact on those who have few or no choices. The Reverend Herbert Nelson, who is the stated clerk of the General Presbytery, spoke in a sermon in 2021 to a Presbyterian gathering of Earth Care members. And he said in his sermon, God is still on his throne. He gives us second third, and fourth chances. It's up to us if the clock runs out. Every morning when our feet hit the floor, every morning when we get up to face the first light of dawn, every morning when we get up and face what life has in store for us, we participate in the miracle of creation. And God is there, beside us, waiting. He drapes one arm gently over the shoulder of each of us and all of us. And he stands looking out at the universe. He says gently to us as he swoops his hand gracefully over the planet, Behold your world. I gave you fertile soil, clean air, blue skies, the healing warmth and light of the sun, the soft reflective glow of the moon, twinkling stars, sparkling oceans, clean, clear flowing rivers. I gave you all the creatures and critters that live and move therein. I gave you every tree, seed, flower, shrub imaginable. It is all good. He tightens his arm around our shoulders to hold us even more closely. And he says even more softly, I made you in my image. He bends down to look at us more intently in our eyes in the eyes of each of us and all of us.
and he says quietly, this is all you need. And he warns, this is all you have. And he glances down a minute and looks up to look at us even more intently, more lovingly. And in that still, small voice, he says, this is my gift to you. Use it well.
Dear Father God, your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit, we have gathered in this place today to honor you and to thank you for giving us life on this earth. Conversely, we are here to confess our nonchalance and our lack of priority in providing for the needs of your earth. We bring many petitions to you. Please give us the strength and the resolve to be involved and to not leave decisions in the hands of only the journalists and the publishers and the loudest voices of the day. We ask that you inspire each of us and our leaders, at least those leaders with openness, to listen more intensely to those affected the greatest by climate and environmental change. We ask that you enthuse all of us and our chosen leaders to strap on the courage and the integrity to act quickly and wisely, to transition to a sense of urgency that our common home may begin to become healed and restored, especially, most especially, for the generations to come. It is not just about fossil fusion and fission. It is about attitude. You bless this God with the power of discernment. Please help us to use it wisely. Our lives are defined by our choices. We choose our thoughts. We choose our perceptions. We choose our attitudes. We may not think so. We may not believe it, but we do. It is about choice. The choice we face right now, do I want it all today or do I want to leave some for tomorrow? Is my only concern to get it now when the getting is good or to provide for others, most especially our grandchildren and their grandchildren? Proverbs 13, verse 22, in essence says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Inheritance means much more than money and stuff. It means sustainability. To this we admit, if we do not bother, if we are not nervous enough about events, if we do not care, our grandchildren and their grandchildren will be faced with the unthinkable. What a terrific legacy for us to leave. May the Holy Spirit correct our path and guide us and keep us. Amen. Thank you. If you would like more information about Unity Presbyterian Church, please visit our website at www.unitypres.org or visit us on Facebook. This is the Unity Presbyterian Church Podcast. Have a great week.